The future will be great, but today is just as incredible. That's right. It's time for you bozos to meet Nissan's most advanced lineup. If you can't get enough adrenaline, there's the all-new 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or for your off-road adventures, check out the all-terrain uh, Nissan Frontier that's parked right outside of Jason's house as we speak. If you're more of a spontaneous little bitch, try a road trip in the, <laughs> in the Nissan Pathfinder. And for something more electric, there's the stylish Nissan Aria. So, let's enjoy the ride. The 2023 Aria and Z are not yet available for purchase. Expected availability this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for the 2023 Aria. Oh, micro machine looking boy. I was trying to get it as good as I could. All right, I just finished my apple slice. Cosmic Crisp, if you wanted to check the tags. I thought you just called me Cosmic Chris, and I'm like, that's not really my kind of stilo. Ain't a damn thing cosmic well, about your ass. No, that's right. Uh, how long gone? Another Sunday in slightly overcast Glendale. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not happy about that, Jason. We got a couple more days of gloom before it hit 90. We'll be in Toronto, though, you know? I know. Toronto weather's looking pretty good. Oh? Oh, yeah. 65, a little bit of sun peeking out onto Ossington there. After after how much it dumped in in, uh, in winter, I'll take that. <laughs> you know, I talked to my cousin in Saskatoon. He's They're still dealing with it. <laughs> they're kind of... They're kind of... It's tough out there, eh? We should send over some, some tuna and can... Some canned tunas to them. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be in Toronto uh, on Friday for our live show on the 13th. I think there's a couple more tickets left if you want. We have some uh, some merchandise. You know, we might have to leak the special Toronto merchandise early this week because it's going to only be available at the show, and we need to let the haters know. Mm-hmm. If what? they were teetering on whether mm-hmm. or not they should buy a ticket to see us, will this yeah. T-shirt? Well, it's more like if you live in Vancouver and you've got an extra thousand for the WestJet. Okay. You know I'm saying, are you going to take it now to spend another forty on the T-shirt? Mm-hmm. Twenty-five for the ticket. It's Canadian dollars, of course. Oh, okay. Thank God. I was yeah. kind of running the numbers in my head. Actually, we're going to have to mark up our stuff. Oh, yeah? Well, a little more. I mean, you know, you know, the dollar, it's not great. We can move the we can move like the wording around. Fees may apply, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, Keep it yeah. vague. I can do the I can fast talk like I just did for the for the Nissan ad to talk about our own merch. Well, the customs um correspondent off, you know, that's 17%, mm-hmm. I think, and that's net, not gross. That's right. If you start if you just say enough of those words, people don't mm-hmm. care, just hand it over. Mm-hmm. And and the problem is though, actually, we're going to have to figure this out. They don't have Venmo in Canada. Oh, fuck. Cash mm-hmm. only? Looks like it, eh? We're going to have to get a a bin for our toonies? <laughs> I'm going to get a fishbowl for people to drop change in. Okay. I Actually, I don't know what to do. It might be cash only. Maybe the venue has payment capabilities. We I'm not use. letting a venue anywhere near my merchandise. They're like, oh, yeah, we use Salesforce. <laughs> the, yeah, we accept Visas here, yeah. yeah Visas? We, we accept Visa as well as TD Bank. Canadian Express? <laughs> when I told you when I went to... Um, when I went to... Oh, what? I, uh, Halifax for the first time. Ooh. They were literally like, "Oh, you want to pay with a visa?" And I was like, Are "You kidding? What? Me? I like didn't know what they were talking about." Yeah, it was amazing. Beautiful place. <laughs> it really is. It's like pretty breathtaking. Oh, I'm sure it's really something. It's like San Francisco without heroin. You know, it's like on the water, but uh-huh. it's hilly, kind of. It's beautiful. Okay. Well. Anyway, but yeah, we'll be in Toronto. There's gonna be an after party at Tammy's as well. We're DJ them jeans on the fucking ones and twos. Who Tammy? I I don't know who Tammy is. 
Whenever see like uh, whenever I'm DJ, sure it's a real person. Whenever I'm DJ nowadays, I'm like, all right, like the, the some people like want to advance and they have like five billion questions about this and loading. And these bu- guys ask too many. Everybody has too many questions. I know you don't care about us and you think we're lame, but like look at the fucking thing. It's two guys with microphones. Why do we need to be there at five o'clock when the doors are eight o'clock? We don't need to be there at all. We need to be there <laughs> if, if if we go on stage at nine o'clock. We need to be there at eight fifty. We don't need to besmirch our wonderful promoters who are bringing us out internationally. I was more talking about we're the, doing them a favor. I'm saying don't. I need more info from my personal DJ sets. Like I try to keep it as easy as possible. I'm like, what what time do I start? Yeah. What kind of music do I play? Those are the only two questions I have. And okay, every- well I'll tell you right now. Four AM jungle. That's it. Like <laughs> let's just go ahead and work with but that. But that's wrong. I don't know if it's wrong. I you just, I just, I, I get so frustrated. My, um, my vigilant, whatever, uh, hyperactive, pragmatic brain. I'm just like, here are two questions that have definitive, objective answers. That's right. And then the, there's never a response where those questions are just answered, and then that's it. It's always just like, yeah, it's all good. Whatever, whatever you want to do, bud. And I'm like. Just it, well, they want to leave one. it. They want to leave it up to the artist himself. I understand that, but I also understand why it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, just help me help you. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I, I I know in Canada there's a band called Arcade Fire that's pretty popular. Okay, just that's, run it back. That's a good start. Just play the catalog. Kind play of. K- play Arcade Fire. Well, I think you should skip around so you can still do the knob stuff, but just kind of play. Don't the do hits. it in se- sequentially. We do an as- hour of Arcade Fire, an hour of Feist, and then a a, a quick Bieber Drake thirty minute. How much am I being paid for this? I don't. I haven't gotten into that yet. What? <laughs> this is more of a team building exercise. Whose team? Our team. Building. It ain't building shit. Yeah, we're, we have to build with our international audiences. Uh, I need you to touch flesh with with some of the international audiences. I can do that without working. I can sit in a in a club in a, in a bottle D, service. If you consider booth. DJing for an hour while you're drunk, and somebody hopefully offers you some of that nice pure. Toronto White. They have good coke in Toronto. Mm. I've never done any, but I'm sure it's exi- I'm sure it exists. Oh yeah, you've never done any. No, no. I mean, I've never done any good coke in Toronto. Got it. I've done <laughs> a lot of it. Never done any good coke. It probably exists though. A lot of snow, not a lot of pow pow exactly. for my snowboarders out there. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the the DJing. You know what? What is it? That you're not paying for me for my hour of work. You're paying me for my ten hour, ten years of experience. Exactly. All the experience you have is. It's I mean, a little bit of that. Number one and number two. It's like the songs. You know, like I don't just like go into the DJ booth and someone hands me a USB stick with all my favorite music ready to go, organized, and all that stuff. Like that. That stuff takes hours are of you, time. Are you looking for sympathy for for, for being a part-time dj right now i'm not looking for sympathy i'm looking for dollars <laughs> i'm just saying because it's it's sure. it's easy to no, go in and be like hey let me get more tequila and i'm gonna you know play young dro music like that part is the easy part but organizing the playlist downloading luckily music. we have a we have a six hour flight you know from lax to yyz mm-hmm. how's the wi-fi for downloading flak files and waves I thought you probably had most of the flak files you were looking for. We're not really looking for. I, we don't expect you to give us the most up to date set. That's not really your thing anymore. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. I don't price I mean, going up now, bitch. No, that price going up now. <laughs> no, I don't want your indie sleaze set. I want somewhere in between. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss. We'll discuss our. I mean, because as my as, as my my broker, 
you you know you like you you the more you know that as my agent you the more I get the more you get. Do you understand how commission works, right? I understand how commission works, but I I because la- I want you to be rewarded for your but, work just the, the way time, I am. Like the last time I did this in Chicago, <laughs> I never received that commission. Okay, well I didn't receive an invoice. Oh, so, okay. I I didn't know it was like that kind of. Do you think that's how it works? Uncle Sam's always watching. I don't think with the amount especially of especially with Canadian stuff. I don't think with the amount of money that you're making, Uncle Sam's watching that hard. Okay, well, let's say instead of a <laughs> invoice, we don't have to fire up our Google Docs. That's right. Just a just a Venmo request. That's a, kind of like an invoice when you think about I, it, isn't it? I it's an wanna, invoice amongst friends. Your family has to eat. I don't like those apples aren't cheap. I don't want to take money out of your mouth. It's no sweat off my back. The just, apples are stolen, let's be honest. <laughs> well, they were rung up as a far less expensive apple. Of course. When in fact it was the most expensive. Of course. Apple. No, that's a nice sleight of hand. Oh, for and you. it's so yummy too. They look deli- they look great. Uh no, we'll 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 sort this out. But anyway, we'll see you guys. I'm all my only point is you're so you book my travel, you get me all. You know, I I want to reward you for this work. I know uh-huh. that you like to do all that stuff. Oh, I love it. Yeah, but I'm saying I can't sleep at night without knowing that you get your five percent. That's right. Five, well, <laughs> if I'm only getting five percent, I also can't sleep at night. I'm more <laughs> of a twenty percent guy. Well, that five will turn into a fifty percent. If those zeros keep going up, Chris, I know. But Jason, the problem is that you're not really helping me create a demand for your for your talents. Look, I booked myself a Golden Voice. Golden Voice, check it out. It's uh, just like Heaven Festival. <laughs> Low ticket alert. <laughs> it's coming up in Los Angeles. And also, the good people at Golden Voice were so nice enough to give me uh, an extended guest list. My guest list at this fucking music <laughs> festival will have, has more spots on it than my fucking wedding. <laughs> the guest list, Jason, was was given by the good people of Golden Voice is impressively long. Um, so so this is my call to action to my listeners. I want to give back to you guys just the way I want to give back to Chris for all of his uh-huh. travel booking and uh-huh. you know hotels and spreadsheets. You know, here's your confirmation number, whatever it is. Yeah, that's right. So if you are a friend of mine and you personally know me, like not just a long shot person, or of course you're a cool or hot person, send me a text, send me a message, and... No, no. There's a let's, good let's, chance I'll put you on the guest list. Text only. Message that opens it up. If you have no. Jason's phone number, you can text him, and you can go see Block Party in a Dust Bowl at 3 p.m. <laughs> that's that's the deal I'm making. No, no other kind of messaging is allowed. No, that's why I said if, if you're a close friend of mine and you know me enough to text me, but, send me a text. Unless you're cool and hot. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. And what then happens. you have to know how cool and hot you are to shoot your shot, and also. If you're DMing a 40-year-old guy to get on a guest list for a, a festival of throwback music, you're probably not going to be that cool and hot. That's, that's a great point. I mean, I'm very interested to see what the crowd is like, but I also know the crowd at every music festival is bad mm-hmm. because it's big and Stagecoach is like the most interesting one now. I, know, I actually overheard this woman talking about how hungover she was from Stagecoach, and I was like... Where'd you hear this going down? I can't remember. It was at a restaurant. Was it at the bungalows again? You're always there. No, it was at, it was at a and I looked over and I was like, mm, you do look like stagecoach material. <laughs> you know? Her, her. But you, the, I think mm-hmm. of stagecoach is like the whitest thing in the world, but I don't think it is. No, they have some like the guys. Does Nelly perform with Florida Georgia Line? Or is oh, that... oh, no, oh, no. I thought you meant the, the crowd. You're talking about. I do mean the crowd, but I mean like 
it's just that kind of music to me is only like 40 plus whites in flip flops. Yeah, no shit. But I don't think it actually is, is my point. Well, I mean, obviously, it's not 100.0%. Sure. I think it would be surprise us what the numbers actually were, is what I mean. I don't think it will surprise. I oh. think anything more than 1% will be a surprise. Okay. Well, I'll, we'll talk to our friends at Golden Voice about this. Golden Voice, if you could send over just a racial breakdown of your festivals, all of them, not just Stagecoach. And this isn't an audit or anything. This is just for us to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just so I can help market your brand. We don't care either way. We don't care either way. I mean, it's it's kind of up to you guys. Yeah, it's you this is choose, your thing. You can't choose your audience, as I always say. You can't choose your audience. Is that what you always say? I, I do say that. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can't choose your audience. So you make something and it gets and it's cool, and then bozos start liking it, but they're spending money. You got to love the bozos. That kind of counteracts your whole ethos and everything you say. I didn't say I don't bit. mean I want to hang out with them, but I want to take their money. That's two different things. <laughs> I think that you can create your 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 you audience. absolutely cannot. If something gets if something is good and it gets too popular, then the audience immediately is bad. You can, but there's a there's a scale at the top of like once you're once you reach the level, there's like you know like the top ten pop stars, whatever, like the most lucrative recording artists right now. There is a spectrum of your audience is cool and your audience is not. If cool. there's ten thousand people at something. Mm-hmm. 9,950 of those people are going to be lame. And the 50 people that have a laminate or a sticky on their leather jacket are the only ones that you want to associate with. Okay. But so they're not spending a dollar to be there. Okay. This makes, this is interesting. So you said at the 10,000 person mark, that's where that goes down. I don't, that when, was just a general. I know, I know, I know. That was a general thing. But let's, what is that actual mark? Like once the, once the concert, is over a thousand people is that where it begins oh i think it can begin sooner than that unfortunately but yes i I say a thousand is a good start we start to see a nice divide a room of 200 people if you're like a niche thing it's like everybody's gonna be pretty cool Mm -hmm. you get to a thousand it's like oh yeah this guy he works overnights at urban you know what i mean (laughs) that's it and that's a, a person in the cool department cooler yeah i mean i i don't I don't, I'm not, this is a theory that obviously a working theory, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're building the track as the train, but it's like anything else. Even when you're, we're, we're backstage at Coachella and I'm like, oh, most of these people are fucking bozos. And the only time the crowd was good backstage at Coachella is like the five actors watching Phoebe Bridgers was like, that's as cool as it's going to get. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The, the entire Apatow family watching Phoebe Bridgers is cooler than the 50 VIPs in the dance tent. Oh, Chris, come on. Don't come for AAPI artists. No, no, I'm not coming for any AAPI artists. I'm just saying like the dance tent were like 50-year-old guys in in like, you know. <laughs> Balenciaga. Balenciaga Brunettes. oversized t-shirts. Shout out to my friends at Balenciaga. You guys rock. We love the Balenci family. Uh, and, they're, and, you know, it's just like this guy's like smoking cigs and ro- on Molly and the sun just went down. There's bad. There's bad everywhere. No, of course. Of course. None of it's good. And I don't. It doesn't matter. Like, you got to sell your ticks. And baby. it's not. It's not global electronic music versus white music. No, no, no. It's everybody. Everybody's everybody is is at risk here. Everybody's at risk. Okay, Fauci. If you do, yeah, exactly. No. Fauci, <laughs> I saw a picture today of Fauci posing with Don Lemon, and he's wearing a turtleneck with a suit. Okay. I'm, I'm like, this guy's hamming it up, man. So he looked like Jack Harlow's grandpa? <laughs> Jack! Yeah, he was. He went to... It was, it was Fauci, Jack Harlow, Drake, and Drewski at the Kentucky Derby yesterday. <laughs> 
Okay. Did you see the pictures of the Kentucky Derby? I saw some of the pictures at the Kentucky Derby. I, I don't want, think it's doing any favors for Jack Harlow's career. The people career. at the Kentucky Derby, the fact that that it, like the fact that that turned into Drake, Jack Harlow, and Drewski standing over a crowd, just getting at, like people were just they weren't doing anything. They were just standing somewhere, and mm-hmm. the whole crowd could see them, and people were just losing their fucking minds. And of course, Bia had to DJ as well. You already know that. <sighs> The, so, so the Kentucky Derby is, is not cool, guys. But F one is F one is the same thing. It's like F one now. There's this, <laughs> there's an event in Miami, and everybody's there to turn up. Yeah, and everybody's yeah. getting paid by fucking sponsors to DJ. But I guess at least it's like fast cars. It's not horses. Ho- yeah, the whole. I mean, but horses is is perhaps more sporting. It's it's well, you can also bet on it. Yeah, yeah. And well, as we know, Drake like, has been Drake has been promoting. He's worse than he's worse than fucking Jake Paul and Steve Aoki with Pokemon cards. Somebody man. said somebody was like, "Bro, we we need to realize Drake just has a gambling problem. He doesn't. He don't need this. He has a gambling problem, but he but he justifies it by getting paid. Spawn. He's gambling. From he's like person. betting on women's college basketball because he smashed like the assistant coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's, he's 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 really laying some money on the line. That reminds me of a friend of the show Mikey when he when he knew he was in too deep with the gambler's <laughs> curse when he was like, "Yeah, I knew I had to stop when I I like put 300 down on like women's college hockey." <laughs> <laughs> like it's not even televised. He's like, "I didn't even watch the game. Didn't even know, you know, I had to thing blindly bet on this and I only found out the results the next day on ESPN 5." Yeah, man. I mean, a tip, you get a tip, you get a tip. But Sometimes I'm still it feels a little right. I'm still a little upset that we weren't invited to the Kentucky Derby. I think the Kentucky Derby, I mean, I, would I don't like, want to go, but I want to be invited. I would like to see, I mean, because the Kentucky Derby of, you know, I, I haven't paid attention to the Kentucky Derby since I was like 12 and it was just on TV, you know, but it has a reputation for being a stuffy kind of waspy, yuppie white people, but also yes, mint juleps and hats. Yeah, it's a, it's that, but it's also people are partying. Uh-huh. So I think that's maybe part of the reason this crossover gambling and partying are things that someone like a platinum-selling recording artist Jack Harlow would enjoy. But how do you think the the core audience and demographic feels about it being overrun by teen rappers? Oh, they're fine with Jack Harlow because he's white. Drewski, yes. they're not okay with. Okay, so they're okay with Drake because they know him because he's famous. Yeah, They're okay with Jack Harlow, but Swizzy and Drewski... They're, Swizzy, they're getting a little bit of a to, married to Alicia Keys, and Alicia Keys is popular with white women. Okay, but what? How do they feel about Boy Wonder? I didn't know Boy Wonder got the invite. He may, have, he may have got the invite. Well, one thing that was very bad that I saw involving that was Jack Harlow being carried. Did you see this? Yeah, he didn't want to get his shoes dirty. He didn't want to get his shoes dirty. His shoes that looked like he got them at a Barney's warehouse sale. It's not even like he was wearing like the fire. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The fire, new Matt Williams, Givenchy sneakers, or anything. You know? I want to know how you are a white rapper because every day you wake up and you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm a white rapper." Like it's it's incredibly, he's, bro. He's the most certified white rapper since Eminem. Yeah, sure. I think. Yeah, and speaking of sports, it's like winning the Special Olympics. No, I I agree with you, but I think that the I have you listened to the Jack Harlow album just dropped on Friday? Fuck no. The Drake song is also called. It has something to do with horse racing. Oh God! I bet I bet it's sponsored by one of his fucking steak.com gambling and Tangeray. <laughs> God damn it! No, but but, but, but so the, there's a video. So you wake up, you're like, all right, I'm a white rapper. I am the number one album in the country right now. 
you know, talking like a black person for a living. But see, that's the thing. And then I'm like, let's go to the Kentucky Derby, and then I'm going to make a handful of black people carry the one white person there so his shoes don't get dirty. And nobody is like, Jack, the optics of this are beyond awful. Optics don't matter. You're the only person that noticed that. Because that's his security guards. He pays them to do whatever he tells them. Go look on black Twitter. Oh, they're not happy about it? No. I mean, it's literally looks... I mean, it looks like... You know, like the Egyptian times. No, you're, when, right, like, you're right. You're right. The peasant slaves. It looks are like what I'm going to make you do for my birth, 40th birthday when you carry me out on the Chaz Lounge. It's, it's it's like the the Chappelle bit where where Prince makes his yeah. security guard carry him around like a baby because he doesn't want to. You know, no, it's not. Look, it's legs. not great, but I feel like Jack Harlow is kind of untouchable for the near future. Yeah, I mean, black people weren't listening to Jack Harlow to begin no, with. No, that's anyway, absolutely so that, not true. They shouldn't be, especially after there's a video of him no, being Jack carried Harlow, by, Jack, by Jack black Harlow, people because like he doesn't not, want to get his shoes dirty. Jack Harlow, like it or not, is a superstar. Everybody's listening to him. Everybody. He is a superstar. He is talented. He is charismatic, but he has TikToker hair, and he's a white rapper. It's never going to go across the line for me. Oh, no, no. I'm with you. I mean, I listened to the Drake song. I'm like, oh, yeah, this isn't bad, but like, I never need to listen to this again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all, but the hits are, I mean, the the... The hit hit is like a hit. It's music for people who really want to say the N word, but then they have to say, like, what is it? Like, there's always like, you're my. Not Ninja. No, it's not Ninja, which I was listening to Die Ant Word yesterday, and they were talking about. Are you good, Chief? No, Carolyn made me listen to it. Why? Because I, we were talking about Rosalia, and she was like, a lot of it reminds me of Die Ant Word, and I was like, fuck you. That's the worst is that, music of all is time. Is that accurate? One could make an argument that it was. I don't want to listen to either of them, so you can ha- ha- hold that. Well, you could make an argument, but it, the music of Diane Ward did not age well. But it, you, it was like, all right, you're a white guy who is like a rapper, and you are from Africa, and you're like calling yourself a ninja, and it's kind of like you, you really, you can just tell the essence, the aura of like these people want to say the N word and and be a part of it so bad, and they. Instead of their brain being like, no, don't do that. That's wrong. They find a workaround. They try to find a workaround. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I'd totally forgotten about Diane Word. I believe that was a Vice Records. Well, the music aged so terribly. I mean, everything about that was awful. Like, it sounds like LMFA. But didn't we, didn't it come out? Wasn't it like a joke? Kind of. It was, it, it wasn't was, like a full joke, but it was like, they it was, it was, they it was were, a pandemic. It was more of a video artist that happened to make music as well. Like they yeah. were more of a visual thing. Like there's that one guy, I forgot his name, who like hangs out with Diplo. He has like the bowl haircut. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. Yeah, where you're like, okay, this isn't real music. And do they have? Did they were they actually a couple? I don't fucking know. I, but like I think they a, got canceled for finally being racist. They did. They did. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck Diane Ward. Well, fuck I'll the go we can agree on that. <laughs> Um, I saw that Chappelle brought his attacker out on stage at an intimate stand-up wait, show. Wait, wait, he's in jail. No. He had the police bring them. Bro, this he was, is... He was, I hate, like, <laughs> don't... First of all, now you're friends with the cops. I'm about to eat my apple. Now you're friends with the cops. Like, you're the cops... It's so bad for the police to do like be like, oh yeah, for Dave anything, yeah. Well, that's insane, dude. Well, speaking of the cops and Dave, the, the he um the attacker had like a deadly weapon and the intent to kill, yeah. which is 
A felony? Yeah. And they never, the, the sheriff never gave him a felony. They just gave him a mis- misdemeanor for like trespassing and shit. This is feeling a little. So he didn't really have something jail about, time. Something about this is feeling a little funny to me. Yeah, no shit. So apparently like the next day or like two days after he had a, like a small gig at the, the yeah, store yeah, or yeah. the improv or whatever. And I think he organized. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about have, this. Have I, somebody produce his attacker on stage so you can ask him why, why he, he did, did it. it. This is all. This is why. And Chris Rock can't. It, there, it's they're so not funny. It's so corny. I don't understand how people like this. Chris Rock and, and no, Dave Chris Chappelle Rock came out and did the same shit, like making some more Will Smith jokes. It's like it's not funny anymore. It's over, <laughs> dude. Keep it moving. Hey man, I mean, Chappelle said like, hey, at least you got slapped in the face on stage, or at least you got attacked on stage by. You know, one of the most famous That's people in the world. That's not funny. It's not funny. I got attacked on stage by a homeless guy with leaves in his hair. That's not funny. It's, it's not just bad. not funny. It's a, it's a decent premise we can build off of. I mean, it's just these guys aren't funny. It's like this is not. I mean, I think that. But I don't think he brought him up for a funny thing. I he brought him up for like which a, is even worse. A moment of real even worse. Because, Why? Because comedians think they're fucking philosophers and they're not. <laughs> that I don't care what Dave Chappelle thinks about the world. He's a philosopher for sure. He, he thinks he is because he smokes a hundred cigarettes and sits on a stool. In 2022, who would you consider to be a, a modern day living philosopher, if, if not Dave Chappelle? The guys, I don't know for good reason because they're <laughs> too smart for me to know them. If you're a real philosopher, everyone knows you. Disagree. If you're a real philosopher. You're teaching somewhere. Mm. You ain't on Netflix talking about how you hate trans people. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't a philosopher's job. Okay, that's fair. I just don't think these guys, they're just, it's crazy to me that all of this stuff happens and no one's like, but wait, none of this is funny. That's the whole point. Of th- that's what these guys are supposed to be doing. Well, they're all at this show laughing f- their entire time. I mean, they're the there 50, for five the, hours the laughing. The 50 their white heads people that, that spent $100 on vodka sodas to hear Dave Chappelle make fun of them, like, I guess they had a good time. Or the 7,000 people at the Hollywood Bowl who paid $500 to see him. Those, well, they, all, they all laughed their asses off the entire That's time. That's because they want, because if they don't laugh, then they didn't get their money's worth. That's, um, like you go into that's a this, fairly interesting You concept. go into this wanting it to be good so badly that it has to be good or you're embarrassed. Because of the, the, the financial value proposition. I spent, I spent two G's to take my chick and I paid $40 for stacked parking mm-hmm. to go see <laughs> Dave Chappelle, who I fucking love. And I post about on Instagram all the time. You, it can't not be good. If it's not good, then you look like an idiot. Okay. Well, I mean, in your you, mind, you in can your say mind. that about any live event I, that you yeah, attend. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Of course. I mean, I think that's true about anything. But and, I and, think and people, it's also not necessarily a bad thing. No, but I think people are afraid to admit when something's bad if they were excited and paid for it. Most people, absolutely, one thousand percent. I just don't. I just don't think like I don't want to go. The see- same, it's the same reason why when the Stones play some of the new ones, yeah, everyone's just like, okay, we got to sit through the new. Yeah, ones. you're gonna, you're no gonna one's take booing your lumps. them. But it's just, it's just it's it's out of control how unfunny these people are. It's unbelievable how unfunny. I it think is. Dave Chappelle's a funny guy. He's he hasn't been funny. In, the TV show is funny. That's about it. <laughs> but I think that I think that like they're just they're getting all this stuff is making them so famous that they can't be funny anymore. Kind of to be honest. The well, it's 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 become more difficult for sure. You know, especially like, if you're an older head like them. Yeah, there's there's too many eyeballs. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to see live performers being physically harmed or at risk of being physically harmed on stage. It's kind of exciting and interesting. 
I mean, I don't think any of these people are actually worried except like Rogan or Chappelle. Like those those guys could actually get killed. Yeah, those guys are more worried than like a really famous musician with like a stalker. Yeah, but they also I mean? have ten security guards with fucking pistols. Yeah, no, for sure. But I think that like, I mean, yeah, I would love for I would love for Rogan to get grappled at the store. <laughs> you know, I wish you would, bro. I mean, I can't decide who's the least funny. I don't even know. It's like a it's a race to the bottom. Rogan is far from funny, if you ask me. I've never heard Rogan say a joke that made me laugh. I don't I don't know if I've digested enough of his material to even be able to mm-hmm. say that. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Um so we were at a nice ceramic party this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. I was um I walked in and I was like a little, the edible had kicked in. I kind of had a, a me day on Friday. Oh, what does a me day look like for TJ? Besides spending two and a half hours in the box next to me. <laughs> I was in the sauna. We're not in jail. It's a sauna. I was in the sauna. I was in the dunk tank. <laughs> no, I just, I, I did, I did some fitness okay. and then I just kind of like, I'm just going to, you know, read, smoke nice. smoke some weed, just kind of lay around and relax, rest mm. and recharge. So I was I was coming in to this party in a different headspace. Your first interaction of the day maybe with other people. My first interaction of the day and so I walked in and it's a, a beautiful house, a, you know, a private home setting and it was a it was a clothing brand that had a party in collaboration with the ceramicist and I walked in the front door and the very first thing that happened was there's was like maybe 10 people in the in mm-hmm. the main living room and one of them uh like a, a blonde woman mm-hmm. you know attractive seemed to be who people were hovering around mm-hmm. at the party and i walk in and she looks at me and gives me a little wave like a hey what's up mm-hmm. and i was like oh shit i don't know who this fucking person <laughs> is oh, this is God. classic tj though well, everyone everyone can relate to a situation like this where you got to be like, "Hey, yeah." You. But you think maybe she was just greeting you because you were new in the space? You know what I mean? No, 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 no. It felt familiar. Yeah. So, like, other when you walk into a, a party, especially my seven foot tall, ridiculous looking self, everyone is like, mm-hmm. like they'll do a yeah. double take. Like, who is this guy? Why is he here? Do I need to hide my valuables? Whatever mm-hmm. it might be. But this person was like, hey, hey, and like gave me like a polite little wave and like a what's up. And I'm like, I guess I got to go over and say hi to this person That's because right. she greeted me in front of the whole party. So would have, you would have you couldn't slink off somewhere. You had to. Yeah. I mean, it would have been rude of me to go and get a baby carrot and an orange wine and That's just right. mince around. So all eyes were on me, so I had to approach the bench, and I'm like, "Well, I guess I have to." I mean, this is a thing I've done a thousand times in my yeah, life, the, which like is you're the, you're, this is one of your better skills. Try to figure out who this fucking person uh-huh. is who I don't remember for whatever reason, and I go over to her and I go in for kind of a side hug, uh-huh. which was met with a bit of a re- recoil. A recoil is a great word for it, and the recoil happened, and then she said, "Do I know you?" <laughs> <laughs> and she said this loud this enough so, for the for kind of the room so to hear. Cool. She said so it. You're saying she greeted you in like a you're walked into the house. I'm gonna greet you. You took that as I must know her. You went in for a familiar to millions type of side. No, no, hug. no. It wasn't a greet. It was a. It was like a hey, what's up? And I and I literally, I my hand to God, 
I did the move where I looked behind me to make sure that she wasn't saying hi to somebody That's else. Right. It, there was no one behind me. It was me. So you, so you. So I was like, "There's this surely is somebody who I don't know. Like maybe my friend's girlfriend or whatever sure. it is. I used to work with her cousin. Or I don't. It could be a fair thing that it's like, oh, you probably don't remember me, but you know, I knew your brother. I worked but, at this restaurant. But whatever. then, but then. You were rebuffed. So I said, where my side hug at? Which I didn't want to do, but I felt I had to because all eyes were on me at this party. I go in for the side hug. Do I know you? While recoiling. And then I said, it looked like you did. <laughs> at that point, friend of the show, Sam Jane, was like, I'm going to go now. <laughs> and he left. He left. And then I had to run away. So how did it end? You just, you just leaving. I was uh, yeah. I said it looked like you did, and I said that kind of while you know you know when you see like a TikTok <laughs> so where someone's doing like a thing like a blah blah blah. I think they might do it with like like romantic dramatizations of like mm-hmm. Indian people, mm-hmm. um, and Russians do it as well, where like somebody will do a thing and like a guy will walk by a girl and hand her a rose behind her oh, back, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the guy grabs the rose and puts it behind his back and then gives it to a different girl on the yeah, bench, yeah. and then it happens in slow motion like Matrix style. Great stuff. That's exactly what I, I was like. Bitch, it looked like you did, and then I did like <laughs> a little Matrix thing out of there. <laughs> You're like one Stella in a bottle for me, please. And then, <clears throat> and then for the next three hours at this party, she sort of had to keep an eye on me as if I was Dave Chappelle's attacker, ready to kind of I don't know. Well, you are tall; her. you could get leaves in your hair pretty easily. So, so was- I was I was offended that not only did you give me, you started it. But now you're painting me as is, a, honestly, a predator that you have to worry that's about at this party. It's a very cool power move, though. It was, oh, it, oh, dude. It's a very cool power move. And then I go up to you, Chris, my friend, and <laughs> s- tell you the the Cliff's Nose version of the story. Yeah. You know, I wanted to save you, it. You saved the 20 minute version for the podcast. <laughs> yes. And I was like, and I tell you a, a very brief recountment of what happened. You go like, oh, that's the ceramicist. That's the, who, the person who this whole party is for. <laughs> who. Is very cool, and I had a great combo with. So it sounds like this could be a TJ problem. Um, no, I think she, by the end of the night, she kind of realized that you know we should squash this. Well, let's look. I don't want to go to sleep mad, babe. And she she would give me a polite smile in passing through a hallway or something like that. That's nice. Whereas I would sort of you know dump my old wine into one of her vases or <laughs> find one of her cool brown cups to kind of put some of my waste in you know is this, is this for napkins it just uh, might have a little the the flosser toothpick stick mm. if i don't if i don't pull it out and put it somewhere I i'll just be when, i love when tj has an uncomfortable social interaction as a as a man who thinks he is the lubricant in all situations to see you i know i flail put on your heels by a uh-huh. by a beautiful ceramicist <laughs> is kind of poetic it really is man and that's just a day that hasn't happened to me in a while. That's just a day in the life. But it was humbling, you know what I mean? Like I, I after that, I'm gonna the next time I go to a like a, a mild mannered wine party, I'm yeah, gonna have a whole new game plan. Yeah, you're not coming in high off the rose thinking you're bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in ready to go. I'll be mm. on the offense. Hat in defense. hand. Thank God. Um. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to everyone who got our uh, our cowgirl T-shirt. We're gonna make some more, I guess. You know, let's not. Maybe not. No, okay. let's not. I, don't, I mean, we could, but why? You know, money. 
Jason, I don't do this for money, bro. I do this because it's about creativity and kind of putting great things out into the world. Those, because thank you for creating that show. What the world needs more is stuff, and I think we can contribute to that. Mm, okay. I mean, uh, you have you don't create shit other than a transaction. So you know, just do your job, Chris. Leave the leave the the left brain stuff to our to us lefties. Yeah, I'll make sure to do that since I kind of yeah, of course, yeah, I'll make sure to do that. I'm going to hold my tongue now because this is a public forum. There but we you go. know, we can we can that's, discuss that's this. That's big later. of you. That's big of you. I you know, this is about building you up, and today you're about tearing me down. So I like to see this kind of. <laughs> Let's trade. see if we could turn this thing around. <laughs> I was talking to my life partner this morning, and she was saying that she was going to make chili for oh. dinner. The worst food on the planet, <laughs> and I had it got me thinking. Uh, like eating chili, like that is to me that's not a meal. That is something in between an appetizer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's choosing, not an appetizer. It's like I want to feel disgusting and run to the bathroom before I have a meal. I think that I think that your version of chili might need to be reassessed, but I don't disagree with well, you. Well, I mean, sorry that I'm I, I recognize chili as a working man's kind of down home line the stomach before a 12 pack kind of meal. Try this slice of cornbread on. For right, don't size do then. some dumbass LA chili. Is going to have avocado in it? I'm just saying. Are you doing chili toast? I'm just- <laughs> Spicy tuna crispy chili. No, I'm saying the Spicy number tuna crispy chili. <laughs> the number one item that sells, it's their flagship item. It's their double double at Neiman Marcus is a bowl of chili. So where is that? Where is your working man blue collar? Let me tell you what. There? You know what? Okay, it's because everybody that goes to that restaurant is 80 years old. That's why. Because don't, chili don't come, come for the Vanderpump. Chili comes back around as you're very old. How do you know that? Because I just discovered it. It all makes sense to me. It all makes sense to me. Chili is for guys that do construction and olds. Okay, so it's the same way that... What are you putting in this chili? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. There's so many. <laughs> so the same way that we're bo- when we're born into this world, we're wearing diapers, and when we are leaving this world, we're exactly, in diapers. Exactly. That same... You had chili in your bottle? And once you once you get, once you hit once you hit the old folks home, you're requesting more chili, extra turkey for me. Can I get some crackers? We have the dawn and we have the dusk. That's right. Is the sun the sun's in the same place? That's right. Is it going up or is it going down? Does it even matter? It, does it matter if the chili's good? It doesn't. You know what I mean? Chili chili is something you get like at Wendy's if they're out of everything else. Like I don't understand eating chili by choice. It's crazy. The smell alone, the smell is disgusting. I, well, I th- a common misconception is the unhealthiness of chili. Oh, I think it's quite healthy, actually. But I think the the chili lobby has done wonders for how you know it's it's usually a vegan product. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a clean protein with beans and vegetables yeah. and and broth. Like that's. I'm sure you're adding some meat to your chili, though. Turkey. We do turkey. Oh. God, I gotta get. Out I would house. rather I gotta get out of this house before the crock pot gets I'd fired up. But it isn't. But the what it had me thinking is, soup as your meal is a female trait. One hundred percent. Even chili, even a hearty soup mm. or stew. Soup, soup as a meal is hot chick stuff. One hundred percent. Like, and I want to know the psychology behind it. Like, well, unless it's French onion. Yeah, of course, of course. Unless it's French onion, there has to be one other like French onion or like a clam chowder. Oh, clam chowder. What about a lobster bisque? It's more. 
butter and cream with a little bit of lobster. Um, but it, it does. I've never me as a person. I've always like soup is fine. I'll eat a little bit of soup, but you know, like have a little tortilla soup before my meal, a little cup of clam chowder before I have my fish and chips. What you know? No, it, soup as a meal is absolutely for hot chicks. There, yeah, there's no other. So, uh, so not is it just a female trait, but specifically for attractive. That's like, right. Baddie, baddies only. Baddies only because soup is a uh, you know soup is it keeps you thin. It's light, so I guess but, I have to learn but, to love soup. But chili, look, bro, I'm never gonna. I've had chili once in my life, and I was like, this is fucking disgusting. To me, it reminds <laughs> me of the way that like the smell of it triggers me, and the way that the smell of a Red Bull. I'm just like, if I smell a Red Bull on really? Tim's breath, I'm like, I'm in a gas station. Like I'm instantly, oh. I'm instantly in a quick trip in the south, like waiting in line behind a guy who I can see his ass crack and his truck is idling. <laughs> like I can't, I cannot like separate those smells. And chili is the same thing. Chili, for whatever reason, the smell, I'm just like instantly like this is gross. What is that? Where does the chili smell transport you, metaphysically speaking? The south, but I can't pinpoint the location. Because my parents mm-hmm. definitely ate it, but not like... Does it transport you to a poor person's backyard party? I've never been to one of those. <laughs> You've been to a couple of my rangers. Oh, you call those barbecues. You've been to a couple of my barbecues, quote unquote. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I've been to a barbecue or two, but I, I don't think... I mean, you chili know, over the open flame, you know, on some cowboy shit? Kind of hot. Oh, that's... But I don't know if that's chili. That's like, I'm going to rustle up a pot of beans kind of thing. I think it could be both. Okay. Yeah, I mean that that is interesting about you. That's a good glimpse into the, you know, the your mind that is constantly being held in a reverse arm bar or a rear naked choke because of the way that you associate different smells. Yeah. into traumatic situations that you've worked so hard to escape out of. They That's bring right. you back. Yeah, no into for sure. Hell. I I don't think that I mean, I didn't honestly, I didn't like beans for a long time. <laughs> you know? And this is something Chris, I've are had, you crying? I I'm <laughs> This is something I've had to work through. <laughs> Damn, bro. I didn't want to get heavy on Beans today's, is good, though. I didn't want to get heavy on today's podcast, Jason, but I'm glad that you kind of brought me out of my shell. Do you do, you do beans in the burrito? <clears throat> you know, that's what I'm saying. Veggie Tra- burrito? Traditionally, I didn't at Elmira when I first started eating burritos or tortillas, the triple OG Atlanta spot. I wouldn't because I was like, I don't like these. And then, of course, I realized their benefits and what they do to the burrito. Unfortunately, it does kind of fuck with the text, the, the structure of the burrito because if there's too much bean sauce, it can kind of seep through. What do you bean sauce? You mean like if it's too much of a soupy bean? Yeah, if it's too much of a soupy bean, then it can kind of fuck up the the structure of the tortilla and make it soggy, and it could even break. You want to. <laughs> God, now I'm the one that's crying. It could, um, even, it could even break. So you want to have a, a, you want it to be like a cement like schmear that keeps things together, like a hummus consistency. Perhaps. You know something that I was raised on that I miss actually, and this is another tortillas thing, which is again is this burrito place I went to. They they had hummus there, and I would put hummus on the burrito. Okay. Well, <laughs> how long gone? Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> No, and it was, but it was a thing everybody did because you could get hummus and chips and guacamole and chips. Uh-huh. But, but, but because I wasn't, uh-huh. because I wasn't having beans, uh-huh. it made sense. With beans, it doesn't make sense, in my opinion. Well, 
here's the part that's going to blow your mind wide open. He throws the microphone. Chris, I'm sorry to tell you, hummus is beans. Bro, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck, bro. This is such a roller coaster for me. I'm having an existential crisis. So this crisis. is what this is this is a classic case of a victim of branding and marketing. That's you, right. You have been sold something I see. that you so weren't aware of. The humble garbanzo is merely blended. Yeah, it's blended, pounded, mortar oil, and pestled, whatever you want to do, with some sesame seeds. I think, have but I think the flavor profile. What I'm saying is if I get a burrito with rice, tofu, broccoli, mushrooms, Ooh. and then you God. add a little bit of hummus, that makes sense. Flavor wise, yeah, I agree, but uh, but I agree one hundred percent that all those flavors go well together. But you can't call that a burrito. I agree. I, I was okay, twelve good. years old. I, I I didn't know what I mean. You know, I didn't know what a burrito you didn't, was. You weren't able. You I would not try you as an adult in that situation. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I get a regular burrito like a normal person now that has okay. all the accoutrements of of mm-hmm. a burrito lifestyle. But yes, 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 I yes. do find I do though miss the structure of the no bean because mm-hmm. the the form would stay perfectly shaped. You wouldn't get it all over you. It would, the the back wouldn't blow out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and it's that You're, I, you have flyaways, blowouts, exactly. All those but things. I think that there needs to be. We have to fix that problem. Yeah, and I think it begins at home, honestly. Because I don't want burrito stuff on my hands. That's disgusting. It's gonna happen. You I, don't do a bean and cheese burrito, right? No, I do a veggie burrito, but I prefer it to be. I mean, if I'm getting my preferred burrito, dream the world, burrito, dream burrito, Elmira, what it is, Elmir, it's a. Uh, black beans, rice, tofu, broccoli, mushrooms, a little bit of salsa fresca, a little bit of green salsa, mm. a little bit of guacamole. Okay. Is the rice a seasoned Mexican rice or is it no. more like a white it's rice? It's like a white rice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a white man's health food burrito, yeah, which I mean, is not nothing to sleep on, nothing yeah. to snooze on, but you can't call it a burrito, well, especially sorry, me I've, as a member of the Latinx community. Yeah, no, I understand that you only want the birra tacos these birria. days, but I, I don't, I still, actually, that reminds me of when I was getting my haircut at the old barbershop with, uh, we were talking about, God, what were we talking about? But I, I, uh, I mentioned that I do have, um, Mexican in me. So I was able to make... I've been reading too much gay lit for you to word it like so, that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some? <laughs> and I referred to myself as uh, like my Zodiac sign. Uh-huh. I'm a cracker beaner rising. Wow. That's mm-hmm. nice. That's and the, boy, the barbershop had a hoot and a holler. I, I bet they did. That's some real barbershop humor that I'm kind of surprised you took to the airwaves, if I'm being honest with you. Did your haircut suffer or do you think it was better? I had to kind of handhold. I understand. I understand. I had to keep a. I I brought my own mirror so I could keep an eye on him through the other mirror. Bro, that's really <laughs> to show up at the barbershop with your own mirror and just kind of be like, <laughs> don't say anything. And just it's the hold same it up. thing as filming the cops. Or you turn like, turn your phone camera on. And you're just like, all right, yeah, you start whenever. <laughs> that's your body cam to get a haircut. <laughs> don't fuck up the back, bro. I'm watching. If you film us, we'll film you, bro. I said no line. I said natural. Yeah, he'll he'll be like, "Do you want you don't want it to have like a like a like a DJ Khaled line? Like you want it to be a little more." Natural, they always right? ask me that too. I'm like, "Look at me, bro. I don't want that." <laughs> I told you the time the guy went around my entire head with the straight razor. Oh yeah, that's and right. and I was like, honestly, this looks pretty sick. Like I'm pretty impressed. Like at the skill, you, level. you can imagine, like when you drive by a, a house that has a perfectly manicured exactly. hedge, and you're like, "That's not my style," but bro, I, like I can it. appreciate the, the the craftsmanship. Exactly. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much Latinx did we find out the percentage? Yeah, it's like how low is it? No, it's pretty high. It was like around thirty something percent. Yeah, and and I got a Native American in me as well, a pretty decent amount, like around ten or so, ten or twelve. I thought I thought your permanently tanned kind of olive skin was merely from doing a lot of yard work. Well, you're saying it's genetic. Yeah. Well, I guess. I mean, I've always had an olive complexion, but like the olives that you get at Walmart, you know, like that's right. Not rich in color and nutrients. That's right. You're not a Flamingo Estate olive. You know, when you see one of those gray olives from Flamingo Estate, they've been sitting on your porch all day, sweating. Artichoke look like the <laughs> shit that gets stuck in the in the drain. You know when you, you know when when you your chick makes you clean out the shower drain, <laughs> you pull it up. <laughs> And you're like, what the, what in the, this thing <laughs> look like one of those flamingo artichokes. You, you open up the flamingo box and the artichoke is just doing this. Kill me. <laughs> the artichoke be stressed out. <laughs> the artichoke said, put me in water. It look, you know, when you come, <laughs> fellas, you know, when you come home and you're, you know, you, <laughs> Your child or your pet accidentally got a plastic bag stuck over the head and they suffocate. You, that's what the artichoke looks like. You know? like, why is the side of the cardboard box have scratch marks? That's right. Artichoke trying to trying escape to get out. for a life. Artichoke wanted out. Artichoke said, "I'm not. Di- I'm not going out like this. <laughs> I'd rather die on my dry on my feet than <laughs> than die, than live on my knees. That's what it is, right? Yeah, that's right. Oh God, that's right." Yeah, that's, that's exactly right, Jason. That's exactly right. Yes. It, who knew that, you know, I, in 2022, I would be in my 40s and making fun of farmer's market boxes. Look, man. And to get money for it. The thing is, I'll make fun of anything. That's the problem. Yeah, not not many people can do stuff like that. Um, we Speaking of 5EO Foreign, our last episode of this podcast, what a guy. What a great episode. If you're listening to this for the first time because you're a newfound member yeah, yeah. of the U- New York if you Drill found us community. On, if you found us on Reddit slash Brooklyn Drill, uh, that's, you know. If you came to us from Rap TV, if you came to us from HotNewHipHop.com, uh-huh. Southern Smoke, Rap mm-hmm. Caviar, yeah, Rap right. Radar, all the, all of the our, Breakfast Show. Shout out to my dog, Elliot Wilson. You already know. I don't even know who that is. He He's Rap Radar podcast. Oh, okay. He's not actually my dog, but. Elliot Wilson. He did the he did the uh, future GQ interview as well. Okay, great. He's a journalist. Yeah, I was gonna say he didn't sound sound like a rapper to me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, is he an R and B singer or he sound like a damn pediatrician? What about Fivea? Um, all that pill talk, man. People were responding very well. Friends, commenters. I bet they were. Of just like that was. I don't know. Like some, they they resonated. The honesty of, of which he spoke about. Pills. Yes, yes, yes. The yeah. honesty which he spoke about pills and like uh, our friend of the show, Decatur Dan, was like, it was just so cool to hear TJ say all this perky talk got my stomach growling, <laughs> and then Five Yo was like, "Me too. <laughs> I too w- want to do a Percocet right now." And it's like it's just nice to hear. You know, just people being real about about it, uh, of like, I'm doing pills, I'm doing okay, I'm, I'm keeping it manageable. It's something that I got to keep my eye on. Yeah, but especially from someone like that who who I think we're. It's nice to see somebody have a healthy relationship with the yeah. things that they speak about because well, you always see like tentaciones and 
and Takashi's of the world who are just hardwired to think like these guys are so like braggadocious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're just dick out. Like yeah, I do. You know what I mean? But him being like, yeah, I was hitting a little too hard. Yeah, I was going a little too crazy. I had to walk it back. That uh, that type of honesty and realness was very refreshing to me because in the rap world or any type of world of that celebrity musician thing, you know, a comedian will go up on stage with a cocktail, but it's just a water, mm-hmm. or, or like rappers will talk about guns and drugs, but they actually, you know, like Juicy J doesn't even smoke weed and like Hollywood smoker. So yeah, Hollywood smoker exactly. So in in that world, it's either. You talk about it all the time and do none of it because you're a Hollywood smoker, studio wankster. You aren't. You ain't really certified in the fucking streets. That's right. You're just a entertainer. Mm-hmm. Or the the converse is just like, oh, I drank three bottles of of cough syrup today, mm-hmm. uh, half a bottle in 1942. Uh, my fr- my weed holder had to change my underwear again because I did soil myself. I soiled the I soiled the Calvin Klein Palace joints again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's it's always that spectrum. No, right. So he, he's like landing in between. And he was just, just like, he's like, yeah, I drink a little champagne and have a Percocet and like I do my work. I I go to bed. I take care of my family and like, and that's so realistic because I think most people in the world have that healthy ish relationship with it. Yeah. But it also had me thinking of, um, you know that you know that thing when we're uh, somebody who has an addiction to a pill, perhaps. I don't know. No, I wouldn't. I'm not using you, but I'm not using you as an example. But let's say you had a back injury. You had back surgery, and they're like, "All right, we know you can't have pills, but like, we're gonna give this bottle of painkillers to your girlfriend, to your boyfriend, to your husband, to your wife, to your older brother. Dole out, and that person will." I'm going to hide it. Be responsible for it. And then I'm going to keep an eye on it and it, so you can't abuse it. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered, like, is that... Like, I, I want to be that person. Which one? I want I want to be the doler outer. Yeah, because it's two for me, one for you. Well, it's a little bit of that, but then it, all, it had me thinking about the sinister dark side. Because, like, I've, I've definitely looked through 500 medicine cabinets oh, in my day. Yeah, and, you're and, stupid not to. You 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 talk about doctor shopping. I talk about pill stealing from my close friends and family. Well, they don't need them and their pets sometimes. If, still if I'm there, that bad, if they're still there, you don't need them that bad. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I have other pills that I come with, so it's kind of like an Indiana Jones thing. I I remove one and add like a another. teenager pouring pouring water into the vodka bottle, Chris. thinking they're slick. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then somebody's going to be like, "Oh, my ulcer," and then they're going to yeah. take a Claritin. Little did mm-hmm. they know, you know. But um. It had me thinking about the dark side of it where there must be people who dole out and use that to control someone. For sure. And I think obviously people do that consciously with like Munchausen syndrome and you convincing people that they're sick and giving them drugs to keep them I think Dax, Dax she- I think Jack Dax Shepard's wife did that to him. <laughs> Smart move. That's right. Um sometimes you gotta give them a little you know, break half of a Benadryl so the you know when on Fourth of July the fireworks. Yeah, yeah, crazy. you got to calm down. But I feel like there's a there's people who obviously do that with the intention of controlling with with dubious thoughts and, and intentions. But I feel like it must happen subconsciously to people who end up sort of using like con- using it to control and get things out of somebody unbeknownst like no neither party knows that it's going on. That's what I was wondering about this morning. I mean, I think it depends on. 
I don't know. I think some people. I think some people just doesn't stick. I think some people are like, I fucking have a herniated disc, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do this for six months, and my wife is going to give me one of these every three hours, and like, I don't even like taking it because it makes me feel sick. <laughs> That's the number one thing pussies like to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like painkillers. They make my tummy hurt. Mm-hmm. Those are the same people who don't like cilantro. Yeah, you, I'm like, get over here. it, bro. Because trust me, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's it's better that it's better if you like it than if you don't like it. Drugs. It's better if you like it than if you don't like Come it. Come on, I, I agree with that. Come on. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. A lot of people sent me the um, Essentia two gallon water box. Have yeah, you seen this? They make the yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not. It defeats the purpose of the gallon, you know. Yeah, I, I just don't. I mean, they. I've, a couple other people make those, I think. But you know, guys, they've also been making. I don't know, giant water coolers since the beginning of time. Or yeah, or the two gallon Arrowhead water where it has the spigot. You know, yeah. if it has a spigot on it, it's, I don't want It's it. not a bottle. <laughs> no, I agree. You can't. It's not portable. Uh, the, if I was going to get anything, I'd get the Mountain Valley glass five gallon dispenser. Of course. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Or like Scott Sternberg was saying at, at the party on Friday. Why don't you spend a little more, you know, and get the get the filter water line installed for six hundred? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I would go over to Efron's house, he had a custom line that was just alkaline water, and this was at the peak of Essentia, where you couldn't leave your house. Isn't it crazy? The Essentia's just over. Essentia's over because bottled water is kind of over. Yeah, kind of, but I think Mountain Valley replaced it a little bit. Yeah, the fact that glass. Um, but it's crazy. Essentia was like classic. a status symbol for two years. Every it, just just like sports teams or whatever, like they it just gets tossed around of whoever's number one. It's, it's crazy. Every I, every major water had its time in the sun over the last number of no, decades. absolutely. I mean, I think the reigning king of water is San Pellegrino. To be honest, internationally or, or in America, I think internationally, as far as like they have had the crown for the longest in their category, even Perrier. Yeah, because Perrier has diluted the brand. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. Perrier is the world's first soft drink. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. But This has a Ford versus Ferrari feel to it, it doesn't does. it? Let's, let's, a little David and Goliath. We should work on this. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was a time when Essentia, like if you didn't have a Essentia large. You are broke. You were a loser. You were a loser. You couldn't be seen at, if I, if at I, the gym. If I open the back door of your 3 Series and there's not at least three empty essentia bottles and they would they would sell essentia accessories and bedazzlement adornments like really they would have like bedazzled yeah like caps that go on top that you screw on top of your essentia or like a like a beaded diamond kind of like over the shoulder case to hold your essentia and then just one day, boom, snap, it's all over. It's over. Everybody's buying their sporty and rich water bottles for $50, and we never look back. It was a pump and dump. I'm I mean, glad I got out before. Who owns it? Do you know? Is it like Coca-Cola? No I feel like it must be somebody. Big. But that used to be such a fun part of the world where every year there would be a new water that came out that was so much better than all the other waters. And this is this – is re- the other water was good. This water – yeah. Well, it's strictly life changing. Much like those nasty sodas we've been talking about, it's the same, it's just a classic reskin of the same thing, mm-hmm. and it will work till the end of time. I mean, now it's just the water bottle battles because water bottle water bottle battle the wawa 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 also just tells people what you want them to know about you. You know what I mean? If you're like a original Nalgene guy, you're a little crunchy. You got the Subaru. You've done a little Appalachian Trail stuff. You got a Joshua Tree with your family. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you got the if you got the the 
hydro flask. You know what I mean? You go to Soul Cycle, you got a three series. You're an assistant, but you're working your way up. You know, this is water water starter packs of NYC vibe right yeah, here. Yeah, but it's true. It's like they all represent something, just like the brands did before. You know what I mean? What like, does Voss? What does Voss say? Voss says that I'm getting fifteen thousand for a walkthrough, and I stay at the W Hotel. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, and and Mountain Valley is very much like Volvo station wagon, mm. uh, two million dollar house. Mm kid with a funny name and mm. one rolex one cartier okay mm-hmm. yeah lastly i'm i i don't uh, i don't know if i'm ready for it yet but i'm ready to start thinking about maybe getting a launch and i don't know i don't know where it's gonna go where check it's gonna out be. bezel if you need to find a new watch just download the app i download the app uh the app is in beta and uh it's not up so i deleted i'll it. get you a password don't worry about it okay great well, i don't think you need a watch but sure nobody needs a watch what do you want ap i don't know probably just a rolex but i want to get a with a, a face that is brown okay so you want rolex face look like dookie yes that exists i'm sure but I've looked around. They're not the right browns. I might have to do a custom wrap. You can't. As soon as you do that, then it's worthless. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you do. We'll talk about this off pod. No, but they're all, it's like metallic brown. I mean, obviously, once you pull it out and paint it, you can paint whatever color yeah, you, you can want. Find, you can find one. If, if It probably exists. We can talk to Bryn. You can't. It, it has, I want it to be unique, and I'm willing to kill the value of this watch if it means nobody else has this perfect shade of brown. That's a very interesting way to look at something. Um, I'm a very interesting guy. I, I wish I knew less. How long gone? <laughs> How long gone? Uh, we will see you this week on the show, and we'll see you IRL in Toronto. We will have exclusive merch. Also, our collaboration mm. with our wonderful friends. At Palms at, Tennis. At Palms Tennis. We do have a, a five-and-a-half-inch tennis short that can hold all your balls. Three balls in each pocket, six no, total, no, two kins. No problem. Uh, we have a long sleeve, a, a nice, thick, uh, long sleeve. Feels good. White shirt. Uh, there's a tote bag as well. That stuff will be launching this week. Uh, and if you're a VIP, you might have already gotten something in the mail from us and and our friend at Palms. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there will also be a few new merch. Obviously, we have a Toronto exclusive. We have a couple other things coming out at the same time. Uh, stay tuned. And some hats as well. Yeah, we're back. We're bike. It's summer. We're working. We're like Drake. You know what I mean? We, we kind of turn on in the summer. <laughs> I come alive in the summertime. I come alive in the summertime. That's right. Um, but yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you in Toronto. Um, and if you have any good coke, let Jason know. Yeah, step on a nigga, nigga. Step on a nigga and some all white ones, nigga. Fucking know your bitch holding on my gun, yeah. Put the plug, I just ran through a ton. I wanna shoot no dice unless we bang gold stats, nigga. Better 10, shoot a 10, my twin serve dog food. Go on S promote, I charge 354 and walk through. Back to back in Saudi Arabia, I charge 1.5. Three meals just to talk, nigga, that's all I got. I just stepped on a bitch at Chanel number nine. I just stepped up a swag, now she all bust down. I'm a rich junkie, yeah, all these drugs I buy. Bitch, bro, a nigga. Top before you blow my high. Have my scammers with me too, they let me hundred fly. Throw some hundreds like ones, make